The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James Breakwell, and a psychologist. That's me. Oh, James needs me so badly right now. Steve Olivas. <laughs> Try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. Uh, we just recorded Wrong and Wronger, and Steve was, <laughs> shall we say, a, a tad surprised by some of my revelations about my soda drinking habits. And we you know, will leave I it I blame myself. I blame myself. I, I, I assumed you were normal, and I, I, I guess now looking back, I knew you too well. Yeah, you yeah. did not disappoint. I don't know what suggestion I've ever given you in all these years that I am normal, but that, that's <laughs> on you. You were definitely trying to project on me, which is weird because you yourself are not normal. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, now I am. Oh. All right, well, what is normal is this question from our to totally, totally normal listeners. Here it uh -huh. is. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thank you for the wonderful podcast. I enjoy listening to you guys a lot. Here's a question for 10 minutes to save your marriage. I guess I could have skipped that part, but hey, look at that. He likes us. And notice how we didn't think I was strange at all. Okay, here we go. Now that our son is born. Oh, coming. Now that our son is born, nine months ago, my wife basically wants to be a full-time mom. She wants to be with our baby every moment of the day to the point where she completely panics if she couldn't give him a kiss before his afternoon nap. Despite my working full-time, 36 hours, her staying at home all day just isn't financially feasible, so what she does now is work the least she possibly can, or at least yeah. exploit the workplace as much as possible. She works 18 hours per week and has made a number of demands to work less since our son was born. She was yeah. reportedly partly sick to work less hours, <clears throat> uses extra leave specifically not to work long shifts and evening shifts, refuses to participate <clears throat> in any form of paid meeting after her shift, Lately, her team manager wants to meet with her to discuss her well-being, which she cancels every time using our son as an excuse. They have gone along with everything, but she works in health care for the elderly, a field uh, desperate for workers. I can't help but feel they have little choice. I want to support my wife as much as I can, but her dealings nowadays go directly against my form any form of work ethic I have. Sadly, I see most of it. Because of her severe dyslexia, I need to check her important work emails by her request. We have decent childcare for her 18 working hours. Most of it is myself in the weekends and evenings. Of course, our son is great, and I love to spend every second with him as well, but panicking over not seeing him for five hours is a tad extreme to me. How do I go about supporting her refusal to work and using her workplace in such a way? Have a great day, y'all. All right, take it away, Steve. I'm... Uh... I'm curious about the angle that the letter writer is taking, actually. And maybe it's my bias coming through. I remember, <clears throat> I'll get to our listener as soon as I talk about me, James. Well, of course. But uh, I remember when we bought one of our houses and Mrs. Steve decided to be a stay-at-home mom. And I was talking to you about it privately. And you're like, well, that's a weird time to quit your job when you just bought a house. And I thought, yeah, maybe. But it, uh, I don't know that women really anticipate what a baby is going to feel like until they have one. And uh, if your wife, I'm back to the listener now off of me. <laughs> if your wife is uh, wrapped a little tighter than the average bear, she's got some anxiety anyway, then this may exacerbate it. But <clears throat> it's a strange 
uh, unless you need it financially, which is a different conversation, it doesn't, like you didn't indicate that in the question, but if you don't have to have to have her money, work ethic is a strange demand to place on your wife I would instead suggest that you look at value. What value does she bring to the table? Like uh, if the thing that you valued was economic and was that she was leaving the house to go to work, you may wanna retool that a little bit. And uh, if your wife does become a full-time stay-at-home mom, look at everything she does that brings value to the relationship. That uh, she'll look after the house, she'll look after the kids, she looks after you. Like uh, there's a lot that, Wives, in this case, if you were a stay-at-home husband, it would be the same in reverse. But there's a lot of value that a stay-at-home spouse can bring that's not necessarily economic. Oh, <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> I guess James is back now. But uh, he had to hurriedly. I have been talking the whole time, and I'm still talking. I'm not through my answer yet, James. <clears throat> So uh, anyway, look at value that she's bringing. The, the fact that you need to have her work might be something you look at in yourself. Like what I started saying a few minutes ago before James rudely hung up on me was that <clears throat> it is sort of the zeitgeist now that uh, women are expected to work and expected to not mom as much as they used to like that's sort of vogue right now but i i wonder if that pendulum is going to swing back eventually because of women like your wife that are like well now that i have a baby uh all of those career aspirations i've had seem less important to me so anyway i i would just uh I'm, for the sake of break well i'm going to repeat my thesis statement here look at value that she brings rather than financial value that she brings and again I'll just close by saying, if you have to have the money, then the two of you need to look at some other options and have a serious conversation about budgeting or about uh, work. But in the meantime, I would honor her desire to be a mom instead of a, a healthcare worker. All right, well, we have had some connection issues here. I don't know what you've heard or not heard. Who knows what will be in this episode after the editing, but I think Steve <laughs> finished giving the wrong answer, and now uh, I am what? ready to give the right one. So <laughs> I I, the, there's a number of ways you can come at this, I'm, and I guess I have to identify the, the chief problem. Um, if the chief problem is that your wife has too much of an attachment to the baby, the easiest way to fix that is another baby let me let me explain so i've got on my walls on my walls i yeah. have so many pictures of kid one i have a few <laughs> pictures of kid two i have one picture of kid three from when she was a baby she's eight right now and i have zero <laughs> pictures of kid four you just, you can't be that attached as you add more. You get burned out. You stop trying to be super mom. You start relaxing. You start saying, hey, my kids have survived some really stupid stuff. Some stupid stuff for me, some stupid stuff for themselves. Okay, mostly stupid stuff for themselves. You yeah. get over it. You don't have to kiss them to sleep uh, right before every nap time. You just kind of check on them. You, you, you sometimes, someday you'll get to the point where you realize it's 11 a.m. And are your kids alive or not? And you look in there and their room smells terrible, but they're still breathing. You're like, okay, then. I guess they're just becoming teenagers. So <laughs> it mellows you out. Um, I don't know. Now, on the other hand, uh, with this whole job thing, I sympathize with your wife wanting to do as little as possible. Like, that's my entire goal in life. That's why I got into 
into writing. I just wanted to not go into an office anymore. I didn't want to have a boss. Didn't want to have emails and all this stuff. Little did I know that you never you never really get away from having a boss. You just you just shift from you shift from dealing with customers through work to dealing with customers through your own personal Twitter inbox. But it's all the same. But anyway, if um. I don't fault her for not being passionate about the job. I don't fault her for trying to get away with as little as possible. That's fine. I guess you just have to decide what your priorities are as a family. Uh, in our house, uh, we don't we don't have any stay at home parents. It just uh, we never even considered it. I don't know if we're just not very maternal or paternal people, or if we just uh, we just always assumed uh, we'd both work in some form. And if anybody stayed home, it'd be me because I was an English major and I, I had a much crappier job lined up. <laughs> Anymore, though, just among our peer groups, it's pretty rare to have anybody be a complete stay at home parent. And if they are. It's usually just until uh, the kids get in school. I mean, like right now, today, I'm working from home, and the uh, the kids, they you know they go to school, and uh, there's nothing for a stay-at-home parent to do. I mean, there's just not. Once your kid gets to you know the age for all-day kindergarten, that's, uh, that, that's kind of it. So it's a temporary state, so it's important to remember that. So if she does want to stop working, make sure she goes out in a way that she doesn't burn her bridges, that she can get back into the industry. Because I think the days of having somebody who's a stay-at-home parent from age 0 to age 18 and maybe beyond is, is pretty much over. Uh, so yeah, check on your finances. Check and see what your biggest concern is. Is your concern really her work ethic or is your concern how much attention she's paying to the kid? And really zero in on that and talk about how she's feeling. Because it sounds like actually uh, it's not a work ethic issue at all. She's working very hard. She's just working extremely hard at being a parent and not very hard at all at being a healthcare worker. I mean, she would she would not be the first person in the history of the workforce to phone it in at a day job. And uh, quite frankly, if it's a job where they need her, I guess she, she chose her phoning it in very strategically, so good for her. Uh, any closing thoughts, Steve? No, you bring up good points, Breakwell. I, I tip my cap to you for once in like 300 episodes. I, uh, but uh, I, if she's... <laughs> I, you sort of imply that she's a nurse. I'm going to guess that. And if she is a nurse, she can quit today. And at any time ever, she will be hired on the spot that day if she decides to go back. So it's not like she has a skill set that's going to depreciate over time. I was I was guessing she was something in healthcare other than a nurse. Yeah, if she is a nurse, honestly, that changes things. She could, yeah. She, I, I, I know actually several instances of nurses who have quit in rage one day and had a job by <laughs> literally the next day. So it's it's a complete yeah. non-issue. If your wife is a nurse, let her do whatever she wants. She'll be she'll be employed instantly. <laughs> well, I have uh, I have no idea how long this has been running since we've had to break it up and splice it together. This could be six minutes to save your marriage. This could be twenty minutes to save your marriage. I I don't know. But if you've got a question you'd like us to solve in roughly 10 minutes or less, send that into James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be boyfriend, girlfriend, platonic friends, parents, whatever you've got. Send it in. This has been another week of 10 minutes to save your marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life. You'll never get back.